The following is a presentation of God Questions Ministries. What are some English words that have changed in meaning since the translation of the KJV? The King James Version of the Bible has been a great blessing to millions of people. Its publication in 1611 was a landmark event, giving English speakers everywhere the ability to read Scripture for themselves and to understand what they were reading. Today, many churches assert that the authorized or King James Version is the only authentic English Bible. While we respect their decision to use the KJV, we do not agree that it is the only or even the best translation to use. The King James Version is an elegant piece of literature, but one of its difficulties is that the meanings of many words have changed in the 400 years since it was first published. This, of course, is no fault of the translation. It is just a fact that languages change over time. Some KJV words no longer mean what they used to. Other KJV words have fallen out of usage altogether. The language of the KJV is early modern English, the language of Shakespeare's plays. It is still readable today, but it does differ from today's English. Many of the KJV's distinctives are endearing to some, such as the use of thee and thou. Thee and thou are simply singular forms of ye and you, which were always plural in early modern English. Other KJV words and expressions are simply quaint. Does Numbers 23 verse 22 really refer to a unicorn? There are some KJV words, however, that can cause believers more serious problems when they read the text. Here are some clarifications. Replenish. In Genesis 1 verse 28, God tells Adam and Eve to replenish the earth. Many readers are confused by this KJV word, thinking it means that the earth was formerly inhabited and that Adam and Eve's descendants would replace an original extinct race of humans. The Hebrew word male actually meant to fill completely, not to refill. In 1611, the English meaning, now archaic, of replenish was to supply fully. The re does not mean again as we might think. In this case, it is an intensive prefix, that is, it adds a sense of urgency to the verb. So the KJV word replenish could be defined as to fill with urgency and enthusiasm. Closet. Matthew 6, verse 6 contains another KJV word that needs some explanation. Jesus speaks of entering one's closet to pray. And it's not too uncommon these days to hear someone speak of a prayer closet. This does not mean that we have to pray in a closed closet or a linen cupboard. The Greek word translated closet meant an inner chamber, a secret room, or a storage room. It is not too much to say the original Greek could have referred to a bedroom. Our word closet is derived from the French close, which merely meant a private room, a room that is closed off. So there's no need to kneel among the extra shoes on your floor with trousers draped over your shoulders in order to pray. Any private space will do. Compel. In Acts 26, verse 11, Paul admits that before he was converted, he compelled believers to blaspheme Jesus Christ. To us, this KJV word sounds like he convinced them and they gave in. However, the Greek word translated compel is not so strong. Compelled means only that he threatened, begged, and pushed them to blaspheme, but it does not mean that he succeeded. Early Christians were tougher than that. The 1611 definition of compelled was based on the original Latin and French. To compel was to drive together. So Paul put pressure on the early Christians, attempting to drive them toward his goal, associating compel with an irresistible force 
was not common until the early 1900s, 300 years after the KJV was translated. Conversation Neither the Hebrew Derek in Psalm 37 verse 14, nor the Greek anastrophe in Ephesians 4 verse 22, refers to verbal communication, even though both words are translated in the KJV as conversation. The Hebrew word actually means a road, and both the Hebrew and Greek make reference to one's manner of life or the character one displays through life. It's not that our speech shouldn't be godly, but these verses specifically address our manner of interacting with people. The obsolete definition of conversation is conduct or behavior, and this is the sense meant by the KJV translators. The French conversation and the Latin conversationum have always referred to the way in which someone lives with others. Cousin Luke 1, verse 36 refers to Elizabeth as Mary's cousin. It's been a puzzle for years. How closely related were Elizabeth and Mary? The Greek word translated cousin means kin, or possibly someone from the same area or country. The KJV word cousin, as interpreted by most modern readers, seems to mean that Mary and Elizabeth were daughters of siblings. But that's not what the word cousin used to mean. In early modern English, the word cousin commonly had a much broader meaning than just child of one's aunt or uncle. In fact, a cousin could be anyone outside of one's immediate family. In Shakespeare's As You Like It, Duke Frederick calls Rosalind cousin, even though she is actually his niece. So what was the exact family relation between Mary and Elizabeth? We don't know. There are many other examples of KJV words that have changed meaning through the years, when Jesus was surrounded by doctors, in Luke 2, verse 46, we are to understand that he was sitting in the midst of teachers. The bewitchment of Galatians 3, verse 1, is a leading astray. The carriages of Acts 21, verse 15, we would call luggage. When the mob was instant, in Luke 23, verse 23, they were being urgent or insistent. Those who speak leasing, in Psalm 5, verse 6, are actually speaking deceit or falsehood. When Jesus spoke of what was meat, in Mark 7, verse 27, he referred to what was fitting or proper. Using the King James Version of the Bible is fine, as long as readers are careful to know the vocabulary used. It takes further study to learn the archaic, obsolete, and defunct meanings of many KJV words. Inductive study and a good dictionary will help prevent misunderstandings or even heresy from creeping into our interpretation of Scripture. God Questions Ministry seeks to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ by providing biblical answers to today's questions. Online at gotquestions.org.